Come on. Here we go. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play that fiddle. Mm-mm, sweet music. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Cattery. I'm your host, Casey. Here is Haley. Hello. Tell us something you didn't know. Um, I I didn't know that that song was like original. I know. So we I were eating idea. dinner at the Topaz Lodge, the fabulous Topaz Lodge. It's the tastiest place in town. Tastiest in town. Overview overlooking the Topaz Lake. Beautiful. Beautiful lake. Down the road. I'm from not us. even like joking. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It is. It's nice. It's yeah. got a bit little wilderness trailer trash vibe to it. It's crazy that we live right next to it because it's it's super cool. Yeah, yeah, and the lodge is nice. Yeah, we kiwi kid, but the steakhouse there is actually pretty good. Yeah, Re- very reasonably priced. Not exactly the hippest place in the world, no. but it's got some good food. You know, miss the prime rib by a day. It's only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Thursday night. Good meals. Yeah. No, Topaz is funny, man. It's sh- it's Shana beautiful. Shana. I don't know how to describe it. It's beautiful. It just can be super white trashy. Hey, come on! Don't be so racist. Against my own race. Don't be racist. But it, it's just also really cool because nobody's there. So, like, maybe you see one white trash The Topaz Lodge is a casino that straddles the border of California and Nevada. Well, I was talking about the Topaz Lake in general. Oh. Well, I'm talking about the lodge. Oh, the lodge is, like, just old. It's a casino slash hotel. Yeah. Super cool. That's stuck in a time warp in about, like, 1967 or so. No, 1952. I know that's when it was made, but I feel like... They its last renovation was about 1967. So. Yeah, it doesn't feel 50s to me. It feels more It's 60s. very 60s, 70s, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Not that I lived in that era, but I, f- I have a feeling that's what it was kind of like. It's hard to tell when the, the theme is um, just snow. Wilderness and fish. Yes. Fish is a big player. Yeah. Because they're by a lake, of, of course. And I don't think that... You know, the trout, 60s and trout 70s. carpets, trout carpets, trout carpets, a um, lot of snowshoes on the walls, snow all those shoes. wooden snowshoes. Yeah, kind of like deer antler chandeliers, but mini ones, just like mini it's chandeliers. It's hilarious. Um, my dad likes to play blackjack there when he comes and visits. Yeah, it's they have uh, uh, two tables. The wallpaper is really cool. It's kind of a maroon with like ducks on it or something. Maybe some guns. Some guns and ducks. Well, we can talk about more. I have a Topaz. I mean, the biggest thing that happened to me this week was Topaz Lodge. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways. The um, greatest love story ever told. Greatest love story of our generation. Let's get, we'll, we'll go back there. Yeah. I'm not ready even to talk about it. <laughs> anyways, that song, we played that because that's 
uh, Vivaldi's uh, Four Seasons Winter. Had no so idea. a little history lesson for classical music. Actually, I, this is not a history lesson. All I can tell you is that I think that's the title. And apparently he wrote this uh, thing, this symphony or this concerto or whatever you want to call it. Not for Netflix. Not for Netflix. He did not write it for Netflix. He did Netflix. not get commissioned by Netflix. So he made this these this big long thing that's like, I don't know, I think it's like 45 minutes long. And each one is a season. That was winter. The, perhaps. But they're all, I think they're all very famous. It's um, beautiful. But the point was... I can't believe it. We were sitting at the Topaz Lodge and you said something about... A song came on that sounded like the Netflix... The Netflix Chef's, Chef's Table song. I thought it... I was like, this sounds like the theme song. And... I thought maybe Netflix copied it. And I said, you know, Netflix... That song wasn't written for Netflix, you know? That's just, a very famous song that even as someone who doesn't listen to classical music... I've probably heard that song at least a hundred times in my life. No, you have not. <laughs> I never heard it until Netflix, Chef Table. You've never heard that before. I don't think, like, where are you listening I don't, to? You just hear it, in, like, I don't know, maybe it's been in, like, TV commercials maybe or something. Maybe you went to too many libraries growing up. I don't I know did. what your deal I is. I did go to too many libraries. I had to go to the therapist for that. <laughs> the therapist in Visalia? <laughs> yeah. Your library so, addiction? <laughs> too many libraries. I don't but, know. I thought, I mean, how much did Netflix have to pay to get the rights to use that for Chef's I don't, Table? You know, I don't know if you do because... You do. I feel like it's not... It's a 500-year-old song. Well, then how come nobody's used it before? That's genius. Or not five. And Maybe it's like 300 years. I don't know. But it's an old-ass song. 500 years they didn't have instruments. No, that's true. They didn't have instruments 500 years ago. They had, like, sticks. Or they just banged rocks <laughs> together to make sounds. <laughs> They drew in caves, bro. Yeah, they they did. They Come on. No, but seriously, seriously, how much did Netflix pay? Can we look this up? How much did Netflix pay? I don't think that stuff is copyrighted anymore. Then how has nobody used it? Vivaldi, like, what if he didn't have copyrights back in, like, 1702 or whatever, and he wrote it, you know? That's true. And there is some song, and I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Hey, but it's been used in every movie. Isn't trailer. everything? Isn't that the deal with copyrights? Like, isn't everything free after a hundred years or something? It's like seventy-five. Like the Rolling Stones, all the Rolling Stone songs are all going to be free in two hundred years. They're going to be saying the same thing. There's going to be some TV show with freaking uh, Big paint it black or something on it, and they're going to be like, "Did they write this song for this show?" <laughs> like, no, that's this old band from two hundred years ago. <laughs> It's an, it's crazy because, I mean, everybody's going to think that it's just a chef table No, not intro. everybody. I think you're one of the few people who no, knows that's not. not. The only reason I'm going to keep talking about this is because I know our listeners are probably more like me. You uncultured <laughs> freaking ducks. <laughs> don't even uncultured call ducks me a on duck a wall? hunter. Don't, don't call me a duck. No. It's a great, I don't know, it's genius. The whole thing. I always thought the intro to Chef's Table was better than the episode itself. It's better. It's really good. All you have to do is watch the intro. Yeah, I agree. It's very fancy. It's super fancy. Yeah, this, it's a good song though. I can see why it's famous worldwide for hundreds <laughs> of years. <laughs> 
so mean. No, but well, I'm glad I know now. Gosh. Um. It's tough, man. So we're sitting in the living room. If you're hearing ambient sounds around us, that's the creature from the <laughs> the creature under the under the couch in her lair. Chewing on different things. She keeps grabbing random things. And you hope she doesn't grab... You hope she grabs one of her things. Yeah. She knows. Because if she gets one of your things and takes it in the lair, um, it's your thousand pieces. If you want to save it, you better save it in the first ten seconds. I've never been able to save it. She's like a little dragon down there. (laughs) She's the craziest pup. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Listen. You hear that chewing? Most of the time, we don't even know. We don't know what it is. It's we like, kind of gave up. Now. What is Macy chewing on? We've gotten at least to the point where we're like, well, we're pretty confident it's not our stuff because at least we probably put our stuff yeah. up high. I've, I've developed so as, a seventh sense. So as long as she's just chewing her stuff. Yeah. That's fine. Even when I leave something on her level, my seventh sense goes off and I'm constantly checking that item over What are your first again. six senses? <laughs> We've all seen The Sixth Sense. Um, did you play an instrument when you were younger? My mom made me take piano lessons. Because her best friend taught piano. Who was the mom of my best friend, Marika. And Marty taught piano lessons to everybody. And everybody was super good at piano. And it was fun. I just suck. I just sucked. It wasn't good. I didn't practice. I try to take piano. That's the only instrument. Can you read music at all? No. Can you? Yeah, I played the trombone. Could you read music now? I could, like, I get it. Like, you get it. I don't know if I could play an instrument, but I get, like, the concept of it. Wait, like, wait, I know. Wait, wait. You get the concept of music in general? Well, when I Is see. Is that a general concept? Wouldn't it be to the trombone? No, when I see, if I saw a sheet of music, I would know, like, this is a quarter note, this is a half note, this is a high note, this is a low note. No, you would not. This is in this, this is in the treble clef, the clef this is the bass clef, this is the 4-4 four, four time signature, 2-4. am I married to? I would know, like... Really? I, I, to identify the sheet music, like... From could high I, school, could playing I, the trombone. Could I play anything? No. But... I get how music works. I guess that's my... That's what I'm saying. I get how music works and how people read music. That is so cool. I guess. I mean, because you don't play any music, but you get how it works. Yeah. I feel like only people who play music constantly get how it works. They probably get how it works a lot more than I do. But... Just that high school... You get the basics. How long did you play trombone for? Uh, Four years, I think. Who um, got you into it? No, six years. I started in seventh grade. You just Such started? a dumb instrument. How do you how do you start on the trombone? Somebody Everyone does that. You. Everyone does that, man. In seventh grade, they're like, "I'm playing an instrument." I'm like, and people are like, "I play the clarinet. I play the flute. I play the trombone." And you're, no, nobody says you don't you play the trombone. You don't think about like. I think I just like the shape of it. It was kind of cool, and I it was different. Like, cause all the other instruments, you press buttons and stuff, and I like yeah. that you slide. I thought it was cool that you slide it. It was kind of like a a. Uh, Kind of like the lesser, like the underdog instrument, yeah. you know, it wasn't the trumpet. 
you know, trumpets like okay. all star. Okay. And clarinets and flutes are for girls, and you know, but um, <laughs> that's so true. They are. <laughs> but no, no um, drums. No, that probably would have been a much better thing to play because that would actually be something I could do later, later. in life. Because no one, when they're thirty something years old, plays the trombone by themselves. <laughs> I think they should though. <laughs> so I wasn't that good though. I didn't. I didn't. I was okay. I didn't really apply myself. But did somebody? Did you take like a music class and somebody was like, "Hey, try that trombone," or you just picked it? No, they just start you in band in like seventh grade, and they like, they say, "You say I want to be in band," and you buy an instrument or you rent one. Really? Buy a used one for like three hundred bucks or something. Why were you in band in seventh grade? Was that band at middle school? I wasn't in band. Well, I was interested in music. But you also played sports. That's because I'm talented. How'd you fit I'm them all in? I'm a multitasker. It's crazy. I've never even heard of anybody playing that. I didn't play sports in middle school. Oh, you didn't? Actually, I did play football. But that was like middle school. It's like just flag football for like two months out of the year. I played all. I played soccer, softball, basketball, volleyball. Uh. I'm not even kidding. Muy bueno. I played sports all Muy year. Muy bueno. I was really, I, I was semi-good at all sports. Huh. Never that great at anything. Yeah. But yeah, I had no time for like a music class. Well, Get that's the thing. There. Like they wanted you to practice. The, the thing was like, oh, you're supposed to practice for half hour every day. It's like, Psh. practice for half hour once a month. Well, you practice enough that you still know names of music sheet notes. Yeah. I mean. It's pretty good. I know. So I don't think I was like a natural at it, but I could get it. I think pretty easily. Yeah. Like it wasn't hard for me to understand. You know. It's interesting. The trombone. I think of you as like a kid, roller skating in the streets of Visalia. Oh, uh, rollerblading. Rollerblade. Sorry, sorry. Did I was such a blader? Rollerblading. But only in like sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. After I think, after I think, I was about thirteen. Well, you had I to did. give it up because you started playing the trombone. Yeah, I, had to, I, had to, I was too dedicated to the trombone. Dude, my son is so weird. You you did so many weird things that I did not do. You act like that's because my son, every kid. No. Dude. No. Dude. How many kids out there in 1996 were roller playing an instrument and rollerblading? A million probably. Nobody. Tons of kids probably. I don't know anybody. People were, okay, we're going to talk boys. Boys were skateboarding. I think rollerblading is a lot cooler. I'm, I'm just going to put that up I'm not there. saying it was cool or not. I'm just saying a lot of... Back in the mid-90s, it was very popular. I think they were rollerblading. It was a very popular thing for kids to do. I don't think so. I think they were skateboarding, and I think they were playing the drums or the guitar. I think you had this unique combo. It was a unique combo. Yeah. yeah. I'm a unique guy. What can you, you say? Know. <laughs> my nose is stuffed up. Why is my nose always stuffed up? It's good for the podcast. Up? I know. Great. Um, wait. Tell us about the love story of our all time. Oh my gosh. I don't even. I don't even know. I mean, they might listen to this one day. The greatest love story of our generation. I. I think it's the greatest love story of our generation. (laughs) Meanwhile, let me preface this with. This guy told talk to us about for about. 13 seconds about his wife. About the greatest love story about of all time. About the greatest love story of all time, and that's it. Well, that's why I can repeat it right now. <laughs> then go ahead, tell it. And everybody will understand <laughs> what I'm feeling. 
Okay, so we go to this fancy restaurant at the Topaz Lodge. Which fancy. Is, it's not well. The Topaz Lodge is not a fancy place. We've already established that. They have a really good steakhouse. It's small. We're talking. We talked about this. Eight seats. We just talked about this about okay. ten minutes. Damn ago. it! I'm already so bad. <laughs> Sorry. No. So they only have like two waiter waitresses, and the guy that's always there is about Casey's age. He reminds me of Casey. A little bit taller. Super attractive. It, it's like if you were not working at the pink house and said you worked at the Topaz Lodge. Mm-hmm. It's super sweet. Soft-spoken. I don't know. You just see somebody in your 30s here and you, like, freak out. Especially somebody good-looking. And it, we, we eat there. We used to eat there a lot. Anyways. I've always talked about how this is, like, my favorite waiter. So cute. We also eat upstairs in the, um, what would you call it? It's basically like a diner. Yeah. You know, burger. It's it's like the steakhouse is the more expensive place, and much smaller. And then there's the diner. They have a diner. Which is kind of your, sta- it's kind of like a Denny's, but in yeah. a casino. Yeah, exactly. So when we don't want to spend money, and it's super cheap. I mean, you go there and you spend like 30 bucks with wine. It's really cheap. When we go there... Just for, you know, we're just hungry. We have no food. There is the cutest French waitress who is so cute. Has the best style. She always wears, like, fun earrings. Really personable. I mean, the other waiters and waitresses up there, they are, like... Cigarette butts. Oh, yeah. They could care less about you. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like Star Wars, the place where they all meet up and there's little creatures like the cantina yes it you know the like cantina the... song <laughs> yeah there you go yeah is you that know, a famous very... orchestra song too that was actually not written that was for star for... wars was it not no that was made that was actually uh written in the 1400s it's a it's an even older song than Bob stop Bellas. it i don't even believe you right now <laughs> such a bad life okay anyways this french lady is like a glowing gem and i'm like oh my gosh she's a 30 year old first of all she's super french she has an accent and you're just like what is she doing here she's our age super cute and french doesn't make sense because we don't make sense here right i feel like people look at us and they're like what are they doing i make sense I, I, I don't know. You played the trombone rollerblading. I know. That's why I got banished to a place like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just super... It's crazy because she's very noticeable and we love her. And she'll, like, tell me, like, she likes my makeup. Like, she's so... I feel like she's my girl, you know? Can you tell... how to, Can you do her accent? Can you... What would you like to order... <laughs> accent no continue go ahead <laughs> obviously i'm doing it wrong no go ahead no this is a really bad accent what would you like to order <laughs> i can't do a french accent i can't do it anyways you're distracting me this is the greatest love story ever told of all time of all time so we're eating dinner tonight, and we bring Sunny. And I was pregnant the whole time I've known. Sunny G, shout out to Sunny G. Sunny G. Sunny G asleep. Sunny G's asleep in the snow. 
we haven't been back to the Topaz Lodge Steakhouse where the cute waiter works since he was born. So I was pregnant the whole time. We go there and he's like, congratulations, we got Sunny. He talks to the table next to us. They say they're from Denmark. He oh. goes... Well, we got a good story about that, too. No, we don't. No, they're no. not allowed to say that story. Okay. They, they did not from Denmark. <laughs> Dude, they were Danish. They were from Belgium. Okay, they were from Belgium. Which is also... Danish. Danish. <laughs> okay, so anyways... He says, greatest country, and they go, oh, have you been there? And he said, no, but my wife is French. I don't know what that has to do with that, but... Which, by the way, is kind of saying, like, going to Europe and saying, I'm American. And they're like, oh, great country. Have you been there? And they're like, no, but I've been to Canada. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that had to do with anything. But his wife's French. She knows. She might have told him that's the greatest country. I'm just, I'm just messing with you, Russell. If you're out there listening. Dude, love Russell. Okay, okay. So, Casey looks at me and goes, do you think he's married to the French girl upstairs? And it blew my mind. Like, I was like, no way. No way. That would make perfect sense. They're the cutest people I've seen here. If they're together, greatest love story of all time. So I tell Casey I'm going to ask him. And Casey goes, okay, good luck with that. He comes back with our food and I go, hey, Russell, I overheard you say you were married to a French girl. Are you married to the super cute French girl upstairs? And he goes, yes, I am. <gasps> I know. I freaked out. How my much heart, did I freak my out? My heart is melting. How, did, how much did my heart melt? Your heart melted. It melted. Um... I, I love it. And I said, hey, when you're not so busy, I'd love to hear how you guys met. And he said, it's a really good story. And he was busy, but he gave me a little, like, clip. Mm-hmm. And that's all I heard tonight. Tidbit. Just a juicy little tidbit. Do you remember the tidbit? Yeah. Can you say it? He said he was 20 years old. 20. And he bought a bus. A school bus. And converted it to vegetable oil. Vegetable oil! Which I assume means... He was from Oregon? The the bus runs on vegetable oil? No, it oil. Yeah, 100%. That's what he meant. And... This is like 15 years ago before hipsters did this. He was like one of the he first. he met her in Seattle. Met her in Seattle. She fell in love with vegetable school bus man... They've had, they have two small children. And that's all we know, though. That's all we know. I don't know where he came from or why he bought the bus or where why he bought it. Why they're here? Why they're here. That, and that's why it's the greatest love story of all time. It's so fantastic. You listeners, you fill in the blanks. Make it your own. Yeah, make it your own. I have been... Greatest love story of all time. Honestly, I couldn't... We had this, like, nice dinner. Sonny was sleeping. You and I got out. I couldn't concentrate. Yeah. You got a little discombobulated by the greatest love story I've ever You're heard. You're still really messed up by it. Yeah. Well, I said we have to go record a podcast. Just to talk about this. Just to talk about <laughs> it. Well, that is a good love story. Well, I'll try to take pictures of them or something. It's I'm a very random love story. I'm just kidding. We should be friends with them. Just we because should. they'd be like their coolest friends ever. Yeah. Who, who, who's done that? Nobody. Nobody. And she's like super French. 
She must have been visiting Seattle from France. She could have been, um... In a band? Yeah. She probably was. She could... And he went to her show? Yeah. She slept in a school bus? Because she was like, oh, I'm drunk. That's exactly what happened. We'll find out next time. Stay tuned, guys. And then... Stay tuned. And then what? They... They, he said, oh, we have to get going. And she was like, I'll just come with you for a day. Yeah. And they drove off. And then she just stayed. She's like European. Europeans are like pretty like chill like that. Yeah. But why are they here? That. We got to get another tid, more tidbits next time we go. I mean, we're here. We should, we can ask them, piece together this story little by little as we, as we go to the Topaz Lodge. So we get the full story. I don't think we should record podcasts unless we have a little tidbit for the listeners. Yeah. It's like um it's like Sleepless in Seattle. That's you know? it's, it's exactly It's like, like when they're listening to the radio and <laughs> everyone's so enthralled. We, we just want to hear more. You're joking, but that's We just want to hear like more. And he, they're so in love. He goes, "Oh, my wife is so beautiful." You could just tell he was thrilled that we piece it together. Wait, wait, listen. No, no she she's not. She's on her back chewing. Um. Anyways, okay, all right. So. He um. That was that. speaking of taking Sunny to dinner. Yes. Are there any parents out there who have children with um? surface and height issues is this kid knows he'll he'll be dead asleep he knows he'll know if he's on the ground he knows he'll know if he's in your arms he knows if he's up high he knows if he's up high or sitting he'll be in the exact same position he'll be in the exact same position but you move him you lower him about a foot yeah no it's not good yeah it's not good it's nuts put the kid on your shoulder standing up he's fine sit down with him on your shoulder Ooh-wee. I've never seen him cry on a shoulder, but if he's on the shoulder and you sit even in a high, um, let's say island chair, a chair for the island. Yeah, he don't like that. Nope, doesn't not like high it. enough. No, got to be standing. Yeah, he definitely has some surface height. Yeah, you put issues. him on the floor, little lulled to sleep. He does not like it. Pick him up, no. got to twirl him around, twirl him around a little bit in the kind of like he's on the his car own roller coaster. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they ever grow out of that either. I'm like, do we have to just keep holding this kid? Like the Lion King high up? Because <laughs> my back hurts. Yeah, I know. But you're taking him to daycare soon. Yeah, next or week. Or we are taking him to daycare soon. Yes. Yes, next week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That'll be exciting for him, I think. I think it will be too. He seems like a social kid. Yeah. I mean, he's never interacted with anyone but us. But That's true. But he'll be social. Um, you're going to take care of him on Mondays? I know, it sucks. Are you really not looking forward <laughs> to that? No, I am. I was thinking you've wanted to do that. I do like to go snowboarding on Mondays, though, when, it's, oh. when there's snow. Oh, yeah. Well, so, at, I least, guess... at least in 10 years, when you look back, you'll be like, thank goodness. 
Thank goodness. I, I got guess. those Mondays with my child. I know. I know. No, it'll be fun. I didn't break my arm. It'll be fun. We're going to teach him bad habits. We're going like to eat, eat ice cream. No, you're not. We're going to... We're going to ride the dog. Honestly. I'm going to show him how to clean up after the goats. Okay. I was going to say, as long as you just keep Macy from, like, not jumping on him. Oh, Macy is for sure going to jump on him. No, babe, seriously. (laughs) I really watch out for her. She's a sweet pup, but she will... She's heavy. I know. She's powerful. She's powerful. Um, Yeah, I'm going to try to take Fridays off. This is really not exciting. I know. God damn. What the hell? I don't know. Stop it. I don't know what happened. Play it. Recorded for longer than 30 minutes. It's up to 35 and then I raised it. I don't know what happened. Hello. Alright, we're not really sure what happened there. So there was some kind of pause. I think we talked for like seven minutes after this. But I really don't even know what we talked about. Oh, something got deleted. Something got deleted. So this weird transition is... We're sorry about it. It's bad, bad podcasting. Bad podcasting. What did we talk about? Talked about New Year's resolutions. Oh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Okay, what's your New Year's resolution? That to keep Fritz's mane beautiful. (laughs) You know? But it looks so good right now. I know, because it's the winter. He's inside. You gotta keep him nice in the summer. You should use uh, my blow dryer. Yes. Oh, we talked about your blow dryer. Oh. Your blow dryer. We talked about Christmas. CMAS. God damn it. Why did it get deleted? Anyways. Anyways. Haley got a cool blow dryer. I got the coolest blow dryer. Softens her hair. It's called the T3, and I don't know why none of my girlfriends have told me to buy this. I feel like I'm the last girl to buy this blow dryer. I mean, the biggest difference. It softens. Softens. And I got a chainsaw. Oh, man, we talked about the airport. Oh, the airport. The airport was boring, though. Was it? Yeah. We got in a fight in the airport. Yeah. We never fight at the we airport. We missed a flight. We missed a flight. We never fight in the airport. Kid really changes your relationship. You gotta, you gotta figure it. Ba- you gotta figure it out. Um, what else did we talk about? I don't know. Now I'm sad. Took the wind out of our sails. We just had so much good material. So much. Anyways, I think I think you're not gonna find... ask me what my New Year's resolution is. What's your New Year's resolution? I said I wanted to spend more time with Sunny. No, and I think you will. I want to enjoy the next year. I don't want to have any plans. I don't want to have anything to do. I just want to hang out with my boy. I think that's a good goal. He needs you. Yeah. He needs his mother. We have fun together. I know, you do. But, well, that's a short story. I know. It's okay. Sometimes they're not all home runs. (laughs) This is how you know we're a real podcast. I feel like real podcasters, they lose them too sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, shall we, uh, shall we close it out? It's getting late. Getting late on a Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday night. Um, we need to have our, cue up our song. Cue up our outro okay. song. Okay, okay. Here, I think this, yeah.
Let me grab it. Let me grab it. Ready? Yeah. Oh, this we're not doing. <laughs> All right. All right, get cat people, get cat. It would take like ten minutes to download to get the cat. I know. Just listen to this beauty. Uh. Uh. Yeah. 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 We'll have more good. We'll have more juice. Mucho jugo. Mucho jugo. Mucho jugo en la fatura. Everyone have a good night in a French accent. Everyone have a good night. <laughs> Alright, is the song almost over? Ben, you didn't even get to talk about what you got for Christmas. I got a chainsaw. Don't cut off your fingers. You cut some limbs. Cut that firewood. You know how I feel about limbs. You hate limbs. Alright, listen to this. Yeah. Sing it, Lizzie. Oh, God. Tell us freaking out, Bart. <laughs>